You are listening to the No People Pleasing Zone. If you're ready to unlearn people pleasing patterns and tame your fears so you can stand in your power and claim the unapologetic life you're entitled to, you're in the right place. I'm Easy Martin Chan. Let's get started. Have you ever struggled with carving time out for yourself? or actually doing those things that you desire to do because they bring you joy? Why does it seem so easy for some people to put themselves on top of the priority list while you can't figure out how to just make that happen for you? You don't live on top of the priority list, far from it. In today's show, I'm going to teach you what the people-pleasing law of priorities is and reveal a foundational key that will help you rewrite the priorities around your to-do list so that you can become priority number one. You have now entered the No People Pleasing Zone. Host Elizabeth Martin-Chan is here to pull you out of the people-pleasing rabbit hole into a world where you are priority number one. So keep those earbuds in, close the door, and claim your personal time just for you. Hello, welcome to the No People-Pleasing Zone. This is our zone where we turn our attention away from outer expectations and focus just on you. Do what you need to do today in your reality to carve out some time for us to spend together and be protective of it. You deserve this pace. You deserve this zone. Personally, I like to pop my earbuds in and head out the door for a walk. I get some exercise and I can focus my attention on listening to something I'm interested in without anyone disturbing me. That's the way I usually listen to podcasts and to audiobooks. But when life gets a little crazy and I just can't walk out that door, I don't give up on listening to the things I'm interested in. I carve out the time by telling those around me that I need a timeout because timeouts aren't just for kids. You know, I hear time after time from women who find it incredibly difficult to carve out time for themselves. It feels selfish, exhausting, and impossible. In a very real way, choosing something for yourself can feel invalid, as though you're not worthy enough to be on the priority list. And when you think about it, that's really sad to not believe that you are worthy of dedicated time. And frankly, more than a few of us have been there. In my experience, women who are stuck down what I call the people-pleasing rabbit hole tend to have a never-ending to-do list. Things get added to that mental list far faster than things get checked off. And the things you want to do for you are always at the bottom of the list, which means You never get there. You never get to you. Isn't it funny how so many of those items on the to-do list start with should 
or must, just reflect for a moment. What's on your to-do list for today or for this week? What does it look like? How many things start with, I should, or I must? In the very first episode of the No People Pleasing Zone, I talked about shoulds and shouldn'ts, musts and mustn'ts, and the impossibles. And how they are, in fact, the gold stars of emotional safety that help us to avoid the uncomfortable sensations of criticism, rejection, conflict, and failure. If you haven't listened yet, go back and take a listen, because I also talk about how important a belief in anything can be is, and how it can help to blow up that gold star collecting behavior. But today I want to talk about where the priority of you lands on that priority, on that to-do list. Are you right down at the bottom? I certainly was. A number of years ago on my birthday, I was out shopping with my kids. We needed stuff for a school project, so we were wandering up and down the aisles in a craft store. Suddenly, I found myself standing somewhat frozen face-to-face with a set of charcoal pencils. I hadn't thought about charcoal sketching in probably two decades, but it was something I used to be passionate about. In fact, for a while, it had been my favorite medium. In my early teen years, I would go every Saturday morning to a three-hour sketch class. I did this for a period of probably about three years. The classes were primarily taken by adults, but there were a few teenagers sprinkled in. Attending these classes was totally internally driven. I'd bring home reams of sketches, mostly of the human body. Standing there in that craft store aisle, face to face with the charcoal, I remember how drawing charcoal, drawing with charcoal, gave me a sensation of butter in my mouth. It tasted like fresh, churned, salted butter. I was probably visibly drooling like a teething toddler. And since it was my birthday, I treated myself to that set of pencils and a large sketch pad. I took them home with every intention of carving out time to do something I loved. I put it on the to-do list. And that's where things turned sour. Because as soon as I put it on the to-do list, it became subject to the people-pleasing law of priorities. The people-pleasing law of priorities dictates that the mental to-do list grows faster than it, is, than it is humanly possible to check items off. The majority of the to-dos begin with should or must. The priority of the items on the to-do list are determined by external expectations first and personal desires last. The reality is you never get to your personal desires. You never get to you. And you end up feeling like your personal desires are invalid and you aren't worthy enough. I crossed charcoal sketching off my to-do list several months later. Not because I prioritized it, but because like so many personal desires, I abandoned it. 
It was too exhausting to make it happen. After the sketch pad was destroyed by a 20-gallon flopping fish tank disaster, I allowed the charcoal to migrate to the general collection of pencils. Under the people-pleasing law of priorities, to-dos that come from personal desires are prioritized last. Sketching didn't feel valid, and I didn't feel worthy enough. I wanted to feel worthy. I wanted to believe that my desires were valid. But while I was stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole, I was wed to the rules of the people-pleasing laws of priorities that dictated that my desires came last. I used to long for someone to just tell me I was worthy, that my desires were valid. I thought that would change everything. And I want from the bottom of my heart to give you that gift, to tell you that your desires are valid. You are worthy. You are entitled to be priority number one. And I also know that that won't make you truly believe it. It won't change the people-pleasing law of priorities. I will remind you of your worthiness until my last breath, because I know how deeply you need to hear it and how validating it feels. And you deserve that gift. But we both know something more is needed to change where you sit on the priority list. I can remember having people tell me to just make time for myself so that I could do the things I said I wanted to do. These people operated from a belief system that I didn't understand. This belief system said that all I had to do was flip a decision switch. All I had to do was have enough willpower to change where I sat on the priority list. And I could never wrap my head around how someone just makes that decision. It felt foreign to me. I couldn't see beyond the forest of things I should and must do to get to my very own personal desires, to get to me. That's one of the complexities of being stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole. Nike's slogan doesn't make sense. How do you just do it? Because it isn't a mind over matter kind of thing. We've learned how to collect the gold stars of emotional safety, and that impacts our ability to just flip a decision switch. Something more is needed. Stop fumbling around in the dark, searching for that elusive decision switch, and hoping that this time there will be enough willpower to put yourself further up the priority list. It's a huge perspective shift that's required. Believe it or not, it can happen. It can happen when you embrace one of the fundamental, the fundal, fundamental foundational keys to climbing out of the people-pleasing rabbit hole. I believe and I teach that there are three keys, three pillars to climbing out of the people-pleasing rabbit hole. These are the pillars that I worked with, that I leaned into to extract myself. They're the basis for all that I share here in the no people-pleasing zone. And they are the exact foundational keys or pillars that I root my coaching practice in. 
So what's the secret to shifting perspectives and breaking out of the people-pleasing law of priorities so that you can actually start prioritizing those things you desire to do so that you can become priority number one? Back in 2014, I hit a point in my life where I felt like I was breaking. I didn't understand that cracks are what let the light in. While I was busy trying to hold it all together, without even knowing what it was, a friend asked me if I loved myself. It was like someone hit me with a two by four. Time stood still. I fell into an endless abyss and uncharted territory was illuminated. Truthfully, something that blows my mind even to this day, until that moment, I didn't know I was allowed to love myself. Sure, I'd heard about self-care, maybe even self-love, but the self-love had always struck me as some sort of surface marketing concept used to sell massages or scented candles or bath oils. In that moment, I had an inkling of how radical a concept it is. Because loving someone requires patience, acceptance, forgiveness, compassion, trust, vulnerability, seeing their wholeness, and not judging. That can feel like a pretty scary proposition, and many of us don't have a great track record in that department. So if I'm allowed to love myself, that means I have a permission slip to be patient with myself, to accept who I am, to forgive myself, to give myself compassion, to trust myself and to trust who I am, to be honest and vulnerable with myself, to see my wholeness and to stop judging myself. To love yourself is a game changer. It's foundational. It's a foundational key or a pillar to the hard work of climbing out of the people-pleasing rabbit hole. It provides the foundation for the huge perspective shift required to break the people-pleasing law of priorities. It enables you to prioritize your to-do list by your desires first and external expectations as you decide. Falling in love with yourself requires time and work, but aren't you worth it? In your life, in your reality, you can be priority number one. Thank you for joining me today in the No People Pleasing Zone. I hope you're inspired to give yourself some love this week. And if you know someone who struggles with always being at the bottom of the priority list, consider sharing this episode with them. In our next episode, I'm bringing you a conversation I had earlier this year with Mitzi Gibson. She's the founder of the Bold Bodies Collective. She's a photographer that doesn't care what the end results are. All she wants is for you to experience a playful, intimate adventure. Now that you've entered the no people-pleasing zone, 
it's your right to stay in it. Remember, you are worthy, you are enough, and you are everything the world needs right now. Until next time. If living outside of the people-pleasing rabbit hole resonates with you, hop on over to reclaimingselfacceptance.com to receive your free copy of Adventures in Reclaiming Your Life, Five Secrets Every People-Pleasing Woman Should Know Now. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast app, and we love five-star reviews, too. Okay, beautiful rebel, that's it for this episode. I hope you found value in today's content because you are deserving of more delicious, unapologetic self-love in your life. If you want to come hang out with me on social, you can find me over on Instagram at easy.martinchan or on Facebook at elizabethmartin-chan. If you haven't done so already, go hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you leave us a five-star review, you'll help others discover our podcast. I'll see you next time.